Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We all have our own relationship with money, how we spend, save, and our goals for the future. This is your money verse, and it can sometimes be tricky to navigate. Barclays has specially trained experts called money mentors that can help. Talk to them about anything from the basics of budgeting to buying a home. Book a chat with a Barclays money mentor. Search Barclays money verse. Make money work for you, Barclays. Your individual circumstances can vary. We recommend that you get advice specific to your needs if required. Harry Winks right at the last. Dele Alli. Lamella. To Dombele. Hugo Lloris. And he saved it. And the foul. Shishenko. Son on a mission to go alone. This is sensational. World class. Absolutely stunning. Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. I'm Lucas Mora. No, I'm not, but I wish I was. I'm Richard Cracknell. And we are looking back this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, on Aston Villa versus Tottenham Hotspur. I put a lot of accent on Aston there, didn't I? Aston Villa versus Tottenham Hotspur in a game, but we needed to bounce back in. And we did zip two to Spurs after a bumpy, bumpy old week, to say the least. And joining me this evening to look back on said win. First up, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a regular, of course, coming from his man cave. I can see on this Zoom call with a dartboard and gold discs and Spurs shirts. And I'm dead jealous of all that going on there. All rise, please, for Mr. Anthony Costa. And evening. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Yeah, listen, what a week. What a week. Um, I'm so pleased I wasn't on the show this week because I would have gone absolutely crazy. But listen, (laughs) as you can tell by my voice, I'm in a good mood. Uh, We've got the win, as we all know. 2-0, clean sheet. 
roll on now and just, yeah, I'm happy. I'm very, very happy. Wasn't the best performance, but no. we, got it, we got it over the line. So yeah, that's all cautious, I care about. Cautious, yeah. cautious happiness, isn't it, at the that's moment? That's, I mean, that's all you can ask for. I mean, 2-0 up at 88 minutes, I'm still nervous. Do you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you're not Spurs if you're not nervous, are you? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, listen, it's all good. Nice to be Excellent back. stuff. Next up on the conveyor belt, oh, coming on down the tracks, actually. Back on track, out the sidings. It is, of course... The crazy train conductor himself, Mr. Lee McQueen. Evening, Lee. Evening, crackers, lads, listeners. Um, I had a couple of shows off as well. Uh, no, one show off, I think. I think it feels like I've had about 15 off. Uh, I rarely get a show off. Um, I like to show off, but I don't really get a show off. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I like what you've done there. Uh, it, I mean, this week has absolutely epitomised the crazy train, like literally epitomised. It's exactly why I named it when, when Jose was appointed. Um, you know, even for Tottenham, you couldn't make it up. Um, and you know, it happened. And, you know, it, let's hope it's uh, we get we, we, we needed a reaction after the North London derby. We didn't get one. Um, and I thought the lads, uh, you guys and uh, Jason done a phenomenal job on the pod on the midweek, lads. So well done. Um, and I think uh, here, here. tonight it's just a tonic, right? It's just a tonic. It, like it's an away win. I think it was a good away win. We didn't blow, uh, pull up any trees, but the confidence was growing. And I think that's a massive word, which we'll probably use time and time again tonight because our confidence mm-hmm. will on the floor as, as fans, as a club, the players, everything was on the floor after these these last two games. So uh, today we've, we we're off we're off the canvas and we and we go again and, uh, and and it was a good away win I thought tonight crackers. Excellent stuff. Yes and just to flesh uh, out what Lee said there. That was a difficult show on Thursday and I just asked the questions and uh, talking to fleshing out that's what Jason and Jamie had to do a man alive they done a sterling job. Talking of Jamie Guess who's up next? Yes, it's Jason. McG- no, it's not. It's <laughs> it is the one and only via the Daily Hotspur, Mr. Jamie B. Jamie, evening to you. Yes, good evening. And obviously, much better circumstances today. I mean, yeah, really, really big win for Spurs. Um, of course, after Thursday, I think this is what our season is now. Uh, trying to get back in that top four. A huge ask, of course. You know, there's a number of teams that are right up there. Of course, you've got West Ham, Chelsea, Everton, Liverpool. So a lot of it's really tough competition, but today was a massive win for us. Um, I think Aston Villa, yes, they've been a mixed form, of course, they're without Jack Grealish, so that's a huge blow for them. But uh, yeah, I still think a very big win to go to Villa Park, win 2-0. I think, um, yes, it wasn't the best performance, but I think we made, still made it quite comfortable. Um, obviously made a number of changes, and I think a lot of them worked. I think defensively, we looked a lot more solid today. We just looked more confident. Um, you know, I think that's something we suggested, you know, bringing in some of the youngsters, Tanganga and Roden. And uh, I thought they came in and really impressed today. You know, of course, a number of other attacking players that did well. So, yeah, it was it was a nice, definitely a nice win. Um, and obviously, we're in a really good place now in the Premier League. So let's see what we can do in the Premier League. Yeah, very much so. Um, I'm just going to rewind back to Thursday and then when we recorded the show and a bit more fallout that came from that following Hugo Lloris or Lloris is um, comments and uh, Lee and you wasn't on the, on the show Thursday. So um, we'll just pick up a little bit on what he had to say, which leads on of course to tonight's team selection. Lee, 
absolutely explosive from Loris, wasn't it? With what he had to say, it was, uh, well, he put it all out there. And the point we made was, you know, when they're media trained, you probably only get 5% and he's probably back 95%. So it just looks like civil war at the moment, which makes today, I think, even more impressive. Well, I think it's interesting actually linking it back into today as well because of the starting 11 um, and who played and who didn't play. And I thought that was going to be really telling today. Um, I thought that Hugo Lloris's comments were, I, I was going to say refreshing, but I don't, they weren't refreshing because we didn't want him to say them because we didn't want that to be happening to our football club, if that makes sense. Refreshingly but, but, honest. Yeah, but but exactly, refreshingly honest. And I think that's key. You know, people get battered um, when they don't say it right and it's the media training, so on and so forth. Um, and then when, when they are full fright and come out and just refreshingly honest, they also get, oh, you shouldn't have said that, you shouldn't be doing this. When Jose does it, for example, it's about him throwing people under the bus all the time. But but actually, how many of the fans were thinking the same bloody thing? No, excuse my language. But we're all thinking the same thing. Where where is our attitude? Why have we come out in that way? Uh, the the most telling thing for me about a Hugo um, Lloris interview is about on on four minute marks. It was a long. You talk longer than I do. Do you know what I mean, crackers? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, for for me, it was about on the four minute mark when he actually. Um, talked specifically about the manager and said the manager specifically told us to go out and press high and attack and go out on the front. He, he basically he basically said that Jose told them to do something completely different to what they did. And mm. I thought for me that was the most telling part because you know it was such a refreshingly honest and you could tell he was thinking about his answers before he answered them. He was taking a bit of time and him thinking about them, and you know he was he was only saying the honest truth and. That for me was the biggest, the biggest tell because he could have come out and said something completely different, um, you know, and that would have given us the actually Jose's telling to part the bus. But I do think it's a confidence thing. I do think that um, I, I was worried. I was worried after the Liverpool game when we lost um, to, to Liverpool at their place, we fell off a cliff and we didn't have the mentality to, to, to kind of get back on the get back on track, get back in the train and drive again. Um, and we went on a horrendous run. And I was worried about that. And we lose to Arsenal. And then, you know, that happens at Zagreb. And you just think, what is going on? So today is a really important victory. And I'm sure we'll get into it. But picking who we pick tonight, does that mean that, you know, we put in two and two together, maybe we're getting five. But Deli Ali, Gareth Bale, Serge Aurier, Eric Dyer, Oliver Rose, not even in the squad um, uh, t- tonight. All of these players that I've just named, probably a few more. Are they the players that Lloris is talking about? Because, you know, he, he could have easily brought Bale on tonight at 2-0, could have easily brought Deli Alley on. Uh, uh, you know, La Celso gets a start in front of Delhi tonight. So, um, yeah, something's obviously happened and we don't know what that is. But uh, all of a sudden, these players, you know, as, as Jamie said, Roden gets a, a shot today. Tanganga, I thought, you know, had a, 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 an OK game, you know, putting his body on the line and that type of stuff, which is, I think... That's the bare basics, isn't it? That's what you want yeah. your team to be doing is putting their, their basic stuff, like the fight for what Hugo said, it didn't he? he pointed to the badge. He said it in his interview, fight for the badge. And, you know, we did see a bit of that tonight. And maybe there's them players that I've just named. Um, that's why they've been left out. Speculating, of course, but it's got to be talked about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It has uh, coming to you. And and as Lee said there, I think as the uh, weeks progress and we see more and more of the remaining Premier League uh, games take place, I think we'll probably get more and more of an answer as to uh, 
who's where in this Shakespearean play of uh, civil war that seems to be uh, taking place in front of us. And uh, tonight's uh, team was uh, Loris, Tanganga, Rodon, um, uh, Sanchez, sorry, uh, Regulion, uh, Hoybier, Ndombele, Lacelso, Lucas, Vinicius and Kane. And word did start to seep out, didn't it, across social media about half past four, five p.m., but there'd be some big, big changes and even some of those personnel within there. So uh, what did you make of that lineup when it, when it came out? I thought it was interesting, Rich. I thought, <clears throat> wow, okay, he's going to go, he's going to play two up top, maybe Kane in the number 10, Vinicius more up, you know, more as, as a number nine. But listen, he had to make changes because as we all said, you know, I don't want to keep going, barking on about last week, but, the pathetic performance last week on both occasions and something needed to be changed and he gets paid all this money to make changes and who are we to keep questioning? He, you know, he must have seen something that he's given these players a chance after chance after chance and then unfortunately they haven't delivered. Um, certain players, a couple of people that weren't even on the, uh, in the squad today have not pulled up any trees. So listen, the sentimental value goes out the window for me it's all about the performances on the pitch. Last week was pathetic. Tonight was all right. It was good. We move on. Um, I don't need to say any more. I thought it was nice to see Hugo come out and actually speak from the heart for once, you know, because you very rarely mm. see that from any, any Spurs player, either that Bath maybe came. So in that, in that sense, I don't, I don't mean like the others don't care, but certainly from, from a captain's point of view, it was nice to see him coming out and, and actually you know, giving it all rather than, oh, we're really disappointed. We fight back and showing a picture on Instagram with, with muscles and going, yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll be back fitter and stronger. I don't want to see that. don't no. want to see that. No, uh, let the football do the loud. talking. Exactly, Rich. Action speaks louder than words. I, I, you know, I, I, I muted everything the last couple of days about, you know, this player, that player, because it was just winding me up. And I thought, you know what, go, go in my head with a clean slate tonight and see what happens. And lo and behold, we did all right. Yeah, absolutely, we did. Jamie, coming to you, and um, views are, are really entrenched now, aren't they, with uh, Jose Mourinho, uh, certainly amongst the fan base, and it would appear amongst the players as well. You know, there, there's, there's the two sides to this. But hypothetically, if he sticks with this team now, um, these trust, trusted generals, if you like, people that seem to be in his camp, and he does make top four. Do you think that would be enough to win hearts and minds and uh, and get, get him some sort of, or enough backing from the fan base to go forward into next season and bring in more of his own people? Oh, blimey. Um, I think if we were to get top four, I mean, look, that I think first and foremost, that has to be the number one objective at Spurs, as much as supporters want the trophies and we want to win, we want to win the big things. Top four at Spurs has, is a must. We need it for the financial side. We need it to be able to attract the best players. We need it to be able to keep our players. We need to be in the Champions League. So if he was able to achieve that, and of course he'd be returning us there, um, I think that would be a really, really good achievement for him. So you'd probably have to say, you, you'd go and back him. If you can get us into the top four, especially if you look at the competition, if you can beat off that sort of competition, then... I think he, he probably would deserve. Um, but I mean, you know, I think it's a decision that has to be made at the end of the season for me. Um, it depends on the way that we get into that top four. If we look like um, 
like a side that that's starting to look again that we like we've got an identity at the moment or the last couple of weeks or months we've lost that identity so I think it's kind of the manner that we do it as well um, and if we kind of sense there is some direction back at the club in, in terms of the playing squad as well then I think you look to go and uh, back him in the summer I think certainly last summer yes we obviously got in some great players and I, I do think we did some great business but um, there are certainly areas in that squad where we really need to go back and, of course, another central defender. So we did leave him a bit short. So I do feel a little bit sorry for him. And we need to still uh, design the squad in kind of his idea. I, I don't think, I think we're certainly missing players um, to, to kind of fit his ideas. So I think it would be a decision that I, I'd need to see at the end of the season, how the kind of the manner we finish the end of the season. But if we finish in the top four, I think you'd, you'd have to consider keeping him on for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Lee, coming to you in the game itself uh, this evening after what seemed more exciting looking for the team lineup than the actual game. People were more interested in the side drama of that than the game itself. It was a quiet 20, 30 minutes and probably after the uh, two pints of pure lemon juice that we had to drink Sunday and Thursday, a bit of vanilla this evening was probably the order of the day, wasn't it? And it was a quiet 20 or 30 minutes, but we did grow into the game, didn't we? And I was particularly impressed with Tank Ganga and Rodon coming in this evening. I thought they were really mature, good, solid performances. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, when you look at Villa, had one shot on target the whole match. Um, so, you know, whether or not that's woeful from them, but Ollie Watkins has just had a uh, call up to England uh, in front of Patrick Bamford. So, uh, you know, you've got uh, some, some Trezeguet, who's, uh, he's, he's, look, they're missing uh, Jack Grealish, we know that. Um, and uh, he, he makes them tick, there's no doubt about it. But, you know, they've had one shot on target. They created hardly anything. Uh, you know, it, I know it's Tottenham and I know everyone's always worried, like Spurs fans were always worried when we watch it, but they, they didn't trouble us at all tonight. Like, re- realistically, you know, if, we, if we'd have been cut, if we come into this game on the back of two wins, uh, you know, if we'd have beat Arsenal and if we'd have beaten Zagreb and we'd done what we've just done tonight, we, no one would be worried at all. Because again, come back to it, it's a confidence thing. We, of course, you're worried about the, the results. Um, actually, when you look at our passing accuracy and that sort of stuff, you know, in, in the little blue book, uh, Crackers, it's not actually fantastic. Uh, just below 80%, 79%, 421 passes. We have more possession than them. We only had three shots on target ourselves. Um, and that's a poor return. Like I always say, if you're gonna get if you're gonna get goals and gonna win football matches, eight, nine, ten attempts on target, then then you'll win football matches. And that's yeah. been our down, downfall the entire season. I think I can count on one hand. We've played what, what have we played twenty nine games now. Is it? Yeah, yeah. played twenty nine games in the Premier League, and I can count on one hand where we've actually uh, attempted more than nine or ten on target in a game. That's not good enough. I mean, I think Palace was higher, seven, maybe eight, and then we drew the match. So, um, again, I think it's just an interesting one. When we went 1-0 up tonight, was everybody thinking, oh, yeah, well, well, look what happened at Fulham and look what happened with Wolves and look what happened, with, you know, again, look what happened at Newcastle, look what happened with West Ham. You know, all of these games that I'm rolling off, we, we took the lead in um, and we ended up dropping points. Again, terrible. I mean, Sky um, put a stat on their screen, actually. So I'm nicking their stats, actually. Thank you, Sky. Um, but they put a stat on their screen um, that Tottenham actually are the leading the way in the amount of goals scored 
in the first 15 minutes of football yeah. matches in the Premier yeah. League. I couldn't believe it. You yeah. couldn't you couldn't make that up, did you? We always go start like a train, let's go, Spurs. We've actually the best at doing that in the Premier League, which is mad. Um, so you know, three shots on target tonight is a is a it is a poor return, but in the circumstances, I don't think we were troubled. I don't think we were, yes, we were worried, but I don't think we were ever going to let in loads and loads of goals. What would have been interesting is actually if we did concede, how we would have reacted from that. Um, mm. So I think getting the first goal was crucial for us. And like you said, Tanganga, Joe, Big Joe at the back, they've done, they've done, they've done well, they've done all right. Um, I'd have liked to have seen more crosses today. Um, when you're playing Vinicius up top, You've got to give him an opportunity. You've got to get crosses in the box. And, yeah. you know, Genev did say this, to be fair, on commentary, but I did think it as well because I wrote it down on my pad. It's like, why are we not putting crosses in the box? You know, at certain times, we had, we had Bergwijn in there, didn't want to cross it. We had De- Davis or Regulon when when Reggie was still on, didn't want to cross the ball. You know, then we'd have Ndombele got the, didn't want to cross the ball. And you think, why, why are we not crossing the ball into the box? That must have been a tactic. Maybe it's because they had like three central defenders there or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like just batting the ball away with their heads. But Vinicius, I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he holds the ball up very well. The ball doesn't stick to his feet. Maybe again, all of these things are because he doesn't play enough. But one thing he can do, he can head the ball. So get the ball in the button in, in yeah. the cross and, and create and create havoc. He's he's quite fast, actually. I thought he was quite quick today, uh, Vinicius. So look, all in all. I think, like I said, it was a we played okay. Um, it was a good away win. We have to build on this attack. I don't think mm. we was nowhere near parking a bus today. By the way, I don't know what any of you guys thought or the listeners. Don't think we were parking a bus. I think at times when we dropped deep, it was because we were lack, lacking confidence and a little bit worried and making sure that we weren't. And so it's okay to defend. By the way, like just throwing yeah. it out there to all the listeners. Yeah, it's all, it's actually okay to defend. We are all right to do that. Just do it um, well, please. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, I, so so I think that there was. I think we could have been a little bit quicker. I thought Lucas Moore today was absolutely outstanding. He was the best oh. player in the park for me. He was absolutely brilliant. Um, and you know, that's the level that that he needs to be playing at every single week. Yeah, absolutely. I'd I'd have taken eleven Mooras uh, today. Certainly attitude, not not eleven actual Mooras. That'd just be weird. And that'd be weird. I don't, I don't know how that would <laughs> still work. Running that, like. <laughs> still running around that. Still running around. But and staying on the, the the subject of Vinicius, and we finally get a chance to see him against some opposition. Uh, you know, he had the Chelsea game, bit of the Chelsea game, some of the UEFA Cup games. So it's difficult to judge. Can you see a player in there or is it just a, a lack of game time for him? Or do you think, no, I'm just not seeing enough, enough there? I'm really, I personally, I can't decide at the moment. Yeah, I'm with you, Crackers. I can't decide. I mean, he hasn't played enough Premier League matches, as we all know because you ain't getting in front of Harry Kane or, you know, Son. Um, so, excuse me, I, I, there's something there. I just don't think they'll take the option up to sign him mm. next season. I really do. I really don't, can't see it. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I, there, I think, there's not 42 million things there, is there? That, no, I think that's, that's the real kicker. No, nah, crackers. I mean, listen, he took his goal well. He was there in the right place, right time. And that's what strike's supposed to do. But, I'm with Lee. I think there were times where we could have had, you know, we could have crossed the ball and they were mucking about a bit at the 18-yard box and passed it backwards and forwards and 
sideways and back to Larice and then back again. I'm like, just cross the ball. Yeah, as yeah, as, yeah. as Lisa, get it in the mixer. It's going to cause a little bit of havoc. Um, you know, Concer and Mings didn't really have that much to do tonight, other than you know once when you know obviously they, when this just lost lost them and, and scored. But other than that, they they were comfortable. So I thought, ah, oh, they're so easy to get at. The 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 writing was on the wall there. So do mm. get the balls in the box. Yeah, we just yeah, didn't yeah. do it. We just didn't capitalise. No, no, exactly. Jamie, coming to you, and I shall give you the honour of the first goal this evening. And uh, Lucas Mora, that we've already touched on, he, he absolutely made that just with that little bit of what we've been missing, that sheer grit, determination, a little bit of switched on thinking, didn't he? It was brilliant from him just to nick the ball. Yeah, Lucas has been kind of really transformed over the last couple of weeks. I know, as I've said on, on a couple of shows before, um, there's a really talented player in there. It's just about finding that consistency. Um, we saw that, of course, in the the, uh, the Ajax game. Um, we've seen that on, on a couple of occasions at Spurs, but he's starting to find that consistency now. And um, I think his link-up play is kind of the energy that he brings to the team is... You know, that's why he's starting every week. And you would say he's, he's crucial for Spurs at the moment. He brings that energy that we've kind of been missing. I think he did fantastically well to kind of for that goal, the way he was closing the players down. I think it was a similar situation for the first goal uh, against Palace that we scored um, two, two or three weeks ago, where it's fantastic closing down from him. And again, he, you know, he did the same tonight. And, um, you know, you probably wouldn't have scored that goal if had, hadn't of Lucas been, you know, using that energy to press... Um, so I was really, really pleased with Lucas again tonight. As the guy said, I thought he was probably our best player on the pitch. Um, just, you know, a manager's dream. Brings so much energy to the team. Um, really works hard. And yeah, I've been really, really pleased with Mora. So um, yeah, we'll see, I'm sure we'll get to see more of him over the next couple of weeks. You're going to see more of him. Oh, I, I, I just oh. knew that in my head. And I was <laughs> Love it. <laughs> go with it. It's liberating. Dad jokes. Go, come on, buy into them. You love them. <laughs> uh, Lee, coming round to you. And for all Mora's energy this evening, which was fantastic, there's a few worrying signs now of fatigue with other players, namely... Uh, Harry Kane, who just looks at two, three, four yards slow, and you know, and you can't blame Harry, can you? I mean, it's still his stats are still incredible for the season. It's like twenty-two goals, fifteen assists. It's like thirty-seven scoring things that he's been involved with. I'm sure you've got them all in the wonderful blue book. But I mean, him, Reggie looked a bit leggy as well. Hoyerbeer is leggy, reggy, leggy, reggy. <laughs> Here comes Leggy Reggy. Johnny Leggy Reggy. There's another the one left, for the kids. Down the left. <laughs> but it is a worry, isn't it? That one or two of those are just yeah, their sure. energy levels are dropping now. For sure. I mean, don't forget we were saying this, when, you know, in a positive light when we were saying, oh, we've got all these games coming up. And obviously, we ain't got any games, more games coming up now. Uh, we were saying it in a positive light that we're top five leagues in Europe and we've played, played more football than anyone else. Um, that starts to balance itself out now, unfortunately. Um, but we did play, you know, we had to travel in midweek uh, home after that defeat, which is mentally tough and playing extra time as well. So, you know, there's going to be a couple of uh, people, leggy reggy, because um, obviously he played uh, Kane as well. But again, the Kane stats are ridiculous. I mean, it's 160 Premier League goals now. There's 100 behind Alan Shearer. Um, 
will he do it? Hopefully, uh, well, I think if I, I think he do, I think he does it. I think he can do it. I think he will do it. Whether or not he does that in a Spurs shot or not, that that may be another debate mm. for another time, which is which is a bit worrying. But look, I mean, I think that um, you know, yeah, I mean. I just think now we've got we've got eleven. We had eleven games before tonight in total for the season to play. We've now got ten, uh, so that's one down. That's three points in the bag. Like you said a few weeks ago, the forty-two points thing. Well, we're down at thirty, uh, up for grabs. And actually, when you look at the not actually the league, but you look at the form, we've only lost one game, one Premier League game in the last four. So we've like you know sorry in the last five. So we've like, we've won four and lost one. Which I know it was an awful London derby, and I know it was a manner in the way that we, and it was horrific, and we don't want to relive that. But, but actually, from a form perspective, we'd won five on the bounce before the North London derby. We just had two really bad, bad days at the office. I mean, un, unacceptable, utter joke. I think I wrote on on the lots of different social media platforms, of course, but I think the one I chose to write this on was Twitter. Um, and uh, I Brave just wrote, man. Yeah, well, exactly. We're a joke of a club because, you know, that, def- that that defeat, the way, the manner, the the approach, everything about that from top to bottom is an utter disgrace on Thursday. But when you look at this now and you look at the table and you look at, hang on, you know, like if we go to Man City in a cup final and we play like we did today, we get we're t- we'll get torn a new one. Yeah. And, and we will certainly if we play like we did, you know, the previous other games. But... Everyone listening to the show right now, whenever wherever you are in the world, and I love you for listening to us, would have taken a trophy in top four at the beginning of the season. You'd have ripped my arm off for it. And the reality is, it's not going to happen. It's not guaranteed to happen. And I'm not saying it will happen. But the reality is, it can still happen. Mm. It can still happen. So until it can't happen, then, you know, maybe we should be a little bit more... Look, all, all our caveat, I was going to say a little bit more optimistic. What I would say is, Crackers, and you know me, I, I can't stay down for long. No. You know, I, I am, my nature is always optimistic. So I'm looking at that now and I'm thinking, well, form's not too bad. You know, if we'd have lost 2-1 to Leicester City, not Arsenal the other week, would it have been as bad? Probably not, because ultimately, you know, it wasn't Arsenal. But the fact mm. of the matter is, we've uh, won four out of our five, last five Premier League games. Um, our next game is Newcastle, um, believe it or not, after the after the break. And, you know, we can go there and get another three points. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at the table with three points behind Chelsea. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's I crazy, believe it. isn't it? It's, isn't it? It, it got... leads perfectly into my next question to, to Ant. To, to Ant. And I, I was going to say to you, like, you know, my little hypothetical cul-de-sacs I, I run down and funny little ways of thinking. If you was to actually sit down and read somebody a story, a bedtime story of Spurs' season, and then shut it at the end of it and said to him, well, where do you think we are in the league now? And uh, just by the way we were playing and the mood around the club, nobody, but nobody would say to you, you know, still well in the hunt, three points off the top four. It's crazy, isn't it? But we're actually where we are, but like the narrative of the season. Yeah, you're right, Crackers. It's quite it's crazy to to actually hear hear that in a in a in the bigger picture. So to yeah, speak. yeah. We only look at it, you know, through blinkered Spurs eyes. So yeah, no, it's it's, uh, it's very very strange. Um, 
But it made me laugh when, when Lee said about Newcastle. Yeah, they're beatable. But listen, Joe Linton ain't scored all season. So that's what I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there, lads. You know what I'm saying? Joe Linton for a brace. Brace for Joe Linton. Joe Linton and Andy Carroll. Brace. There we go. Get involved. I'm ne- never encouraging betting, but if you do have a spare £10, have it on them too. Go go to your local bookie. £10, if you've got it to spare, bet responsibly. Yeah. Have it on them too. Because if they do get them, you're going to feel terrible, but you're going to have a couple of quid in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. you? you you really are. It's, uh, but, but listen, uh, James, jokes, yeah, go on. Go on. Sorry, Max, coming up. Sorry, jokes aside, every game is, is a battle now. So yeah. this is, as I always say, the business end of the season. So every result counts now. I mean, I'm so over about Jose in, Jose out. I just don't care anymore at this present time. I just want this season done, get what we need to do, do the job and rebuild in the summer. That's that's how yeah. I'm feeling at the moment. It might change next week or the week after. But, <laughs> yeah. but Joe Linton will score for Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, I actually, coming to you, Jamie, I actually wrote a tweet. Now, I'll quite often do this. I write a tweet and before I hover over the send button, Quite often I go X and just get rid of it. And about three o'clock today, like Ant said, I actually I actually wrote a tweet saying, I'm just so bloody tired of the war and the Jose in and the Jose. Can we just go out and win today? And I think that might just be where we need to go as a fan base now, isn't it? And just like, all right, come on, it's done. Yeah. We've all had a drink. Leave it out, John. <laughs> and just crack on with this season and yeah. see where we yeah. end up, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the alternative, I, I don't, I think looks very bleak. I can't actually see an alternative. You know, you look at maybe an interim appointment until the end of the season. I don't think anything will be better than kind of the situation we find ourselves in. So the reality is we have to stick with what we've got. I'm more than happy to stick with Jose until the end of the season. And we've got to get behind him. We're, as we've said, yes, of course, the, the, the feeling at the club isn't great. But the position we're in, we've still got something to fight for this season. We've still got the potential to end that trophy drought. Um, that cup final, I still think, is going to be a really big day for us. It's going to be a really nice day for us to be in a cup final. Um, and then, of course, in the league, as we said, with three points off the top four, that's massive for the club if we can get back into that Champions League. Um, and, and you just never know. I think um, I think we've got a good... I still think we've got a good chance of doing that. We've just got to get behind the manager now. It's a situation we can't change. I don't think there's a way of changing it right now. So it's about getting behind the manager and hoping that we can kind of get the job done. And uh, there's still, yes, yeah, as I said, lots to still fight for this season. Yeah, absolutely. Spot on, spot on as always. Listen, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in our second half to look at Spurs' second half. And... Uh, just one of those bizarre penalty things that's happened and uh, we'll be discussing that and uh, looking at a few other things. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back very soon. 2021 is looking up, which means there should be plenty of new opportunities for you to grow your business. Whether you're shifting business hours or hiring more remote employees, one thing that remains unchanged is the importance of having the right people on your team. When you're ready to make that next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so that you can find the right person quickly and to lend a helping hand, your first job post is free. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 30 million members in the UK. 
Getting started is easy, and their new features can help you find qualified candidates quickly. Post a job with targeted screening questions, and they'll quickly get your role in front of qualified candidates. Manage job posts and contact candidates from a single view on the familiar LinkedIn.com as functions are streamlined onto one simple screen. And now you can do all this from your mobile device, no matter where the day takes you. That's how LinkedIn Jobs can help you hire the right person faster. This is your call to action. When your business is ready to make that next hire, find the right person with LinkedIn Jobs. And now you can post a job for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash spurs. Again, that's linkedin.com slash spurs to post a job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Phoenix 51 is a powerful employee technology enabling organizations to make data-driven decisions at every stage of the employee journey from hiring through benchmarking and development too. The platform provides detailed analytics on the most important asset in your business, your people, enabling organizations not only to make the correct hiring decisions, but also how to benchmark, train and retain them. Phoenix 51 powering your people decisions through every part of the employee journey and we're back 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 just like spurs back 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 he says cautiously optimistic the green shoots of recovery as a political party once said and uh so yes uh second half <laughs> and that's as close to politics as i'm gonna veer on this show let me tell you that um, yeah, so sec- second half and uh, started uh, really with growing into the game and uh, on uh, 55 minutes, uh, Reggie comes off, took a real knock uh, on his foot, which he didn't seem to recover from. And um, Lee, on came Davies and a, f- a few people were a bit, oh my, like, you know, fighting of the lip and thinking, yeah, is this it? But I thought he was okay again. He's, you know, he's, he's pretty well. solid these days. I think he'd done well, didn't he? Yeah, I thought he'd done well. Solid. Uh, was it Was it six out of ten? <laughs> As Rick would always say, uh, six out of ten. No, I thought I thought it was decent uh, when he came on. I don't think that he uh, went backwards. I think he went forward as much as uh, as uh, Reggie, um, or Reggie, as, as the lads call him. Um, and I think, um, you know, look, I, I think that there was a lot of, there was a lot of work going down that uh, down that left hand side right in the first twenty odd minutes or so from Villa uh, from our left hand side their right hand side and I don't really can't see that in the second half to, as, as much and maybe that was down to Davis being there as well um, and he did get further up the pitch as well so I don't think you know like I say we we played tonight it was a good away win it was a Jose like performance it was you know it was a clean sheet we scored a couple of goals never really kind of under threat. Um, and you know, Davis, uh, you know, slotted him pretty well to that. I thought tonight, crackers, to be fair, yeah, he, he did, he absolutely did. And, um, another change we had in 65 minutes, uh, Le Celso, Le Celso, Jamie, help me out here. You're my uh, pronunciations, man. Are we a Le Celso or a Le Celso show? Uh, well, actually, I, I, I go for Le Celso, I think that's what I that's what I think it is, but I don't know. Wow, he's thrown a third option in. Go, third Celso, option. I'm going with Geo. Geo. Geo, that's yeah. much easier. Geo. <laughs> okay. 
I love a bit. So Gio comes on, uh, off, nice. sorry. And, uh, oh, here's, here's another minefield for me. As uh, as Mr. Cracknell, my father, says, uh, Bodwins came on, <laughs> Bergvine. Uh, again, done okay. Uh, Jamie, I think he, he was sort of solid again. Nothing really spectacular, but mm. okay. It was it was enough. I'm not saying they're the long-term answers, yeah. but but it was, you know, it done for tonight, didn't it, when it needed doing? Yeah, I'd, yeah, Bergwijn, I mean, he's had a very difficult time. I think for him, it's confidence. I mean, I've seen a lot, lot of the time I think I saw on Thursday, he just looked so disappointed with the situation. You can't blame him. I mean, he's not been used a great deal. So it's very difficult to keep coming in and out of the team. Um, but yeah, I think for him, it's confidence and kind of, um, as I said, the situation with him is not great. So there's kind of mm. with confidence and the situation not being great. So it doesn't make for a very good situation at all overall. So um yeah, I think hopefully long-term, there's a talented player in there. If he can just kind of get a consistent run in the team, if he's given that opportunity and hopefully he can kind of knuckle down and have that opportunity, I think I think we'll see a very good player. But right now, I think he's he's just trying to build his confidence back up and hopefully um, when he, if he does get more opportunities, we'll see a, a more confident and a kind of happier uh, Bergman because at the moment, he just doesn't look particularly happy at, happy at Spurs with his situation. You can't blame him. So... We'll have to wait and see if he's given those opportunities. But tonight, yeah, he did okay. did okay when he came on. And coming to you, there's so many players that sit in that grey. I mean, there's those that we look and you go, no, you're, you're done, you're toast, see you later. There's a few as well that you look at and you go, you can stay, well done, you're through to the next round. But there is a raft of players that just sit in that grey area, isn't there? Lamella, uh, Bergvine. Le Celso, Le Celso, uh, Davies, just to name Aurier, even of, of well, I think he sits more in the see you later. Um, so, you know, but you can't replace all of them, can you? So, um, who's in, who's out for you out of that little, uh, little group I just gave you? Who's in? Um, do you give GLC another year? Um, I maybe, think so. Maybe another year. Um, Bergwine not really putting up any trees for me, unfortunately. He's tried his best. He he came on tonight. He had a couple of opportunities where I thought again we were talking about crossing the ball in the back, you know, into the mix-up, and he didn't. Maybe that's a confidence thing. I don't know. Um, mm. <clears throat> Davis, I think he's run his course now. Uh, maybe get someone else in on that left-hand side, obviously to to bit of competition for Regulon. Um, Sissoko, I think's. Not again, not been great this season. Uh, obviously, Winks as well, I think needs to be moved on. And um, <laughs> yeah, just I think we just need a bit of a, of a few new faces, a, some fresh new faces. I think would be would be great yeah. going forward. You know what I mean? It's, it's not not going to hit the ground running straight away, although I'd like it to. But I think just yeah just a few new faces now because it's it's got a bit stale i'll be honest with you it's got a bit stale i'm i'm looking to down thinking who's going to make a mistake when and how and if so yeah i don't want to be i don't want to be feeling like that anymore no exactly lee coming to you and um you're a man who's appeared on the apprentice and Damn well won it as well. You I, know, say, so... I didn't appear, mate. I didn't appear. I won the damn thing. You know what I mean? Turned up, beat twenty thousand candidates, right? And then when I walked up for the for the shows, I won that and all. 
<laughs> get in there <laughs> but listen that that's a show based around finances and you know i'm all i'm always skint so don't talk to me about finances you're our finance guru on this show now so come the end of the season some players go in players in but we live in a in a different world now financially so can you see a lot more loan deals happening for us to be able to do some business or do you think there's still some money under the mattress to be able to bring in those players that we do need yeah um i think there's some money uh tucked under the mattress if if i'm honest i, I mean i'm just looking at returns actually you look at kind of you say i'm a finance guru i'm not a finance guru but i was actually looking at some stats from last year and doing comparisons and sometimes what you have to do is you have to look at at the bigger picture i just said before you have to look at the bigger picture and say have we improved now coming back to your story of uh you know somebody telling the tottenham hotspur story and all and then they say all of a sudden where do you think we are on the table that theme again if I was to say to you that we've got the third best defensive record in the Premier League as the table stands right now, you'd laugh me out of the pub when we're allowed back in there. If I also said to you that we've scored the fourth highest amount of goals in the Premier League, you'd also laugh me out of the pub. But both of them stats are absolutely bang on true. You cannot, you couldn't make this stuff up, right? So then I started thinking to myself, well, let's have a look at kind of seasons gone by and what happened last season, right? It's a re- really weird season and so on and so forth, right? We're seven points ahead of where we were this time last season. So that's I think that's quite telling, crazy. isn't it? Right? It's, it's absolutely crazy. crazy, right? So again, we've scored 49 goals this time last season, exactly the same time last season, 47 goals. So we've improved on the amount of goals, not by much actually, which is a bit surprising. This will blow your mind. We conceded 40 goals at this time last season after 20 league, uh, 29 league games. We've only conceded 30 in this season. I mean, no. you literally can make it up. So you, you go in and you say, Eric Dyer has got to go. Sanchez has got to go. Davis has got all these people. Got, I'm, not, I'm not arguing that they shouldn't go. What I'm saying is people are saying Jose's a dinosaur. Jose's got to go. Jose's not getting tuned out of these players. Well, he is actually, isn't he? Because mm. he's improved the defense. Like you can't, yeah. you can't say anything. Regardless yeah. of where we are on the table and this, that and the other. And by the way, this time last season, we were eighth in the table. We'd only won 11 games. This Now, we're sixth in the table, and we've won 14 games, okay? Very, very interesting. We'd all also lost 10 games. We've only lost nine now. What's even more interesting is Chelsea, who also finished in the top four last season. This time, uh, last season, the games played, 29 games played, they were seven points ahead of us. Right. Wow. So, do you remember what I just wow. said to you about four yeah, stats yeah. ago? Yeah. We are seven points ahead of where we were this time last season. And Chelsea was seven points ahead of us when uh, this time last season. And they got in the top four. I just find it very, very interesting that I actually think it's closer than what we all, mm. we all think or assume it's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm not saying that we're going to get in the top four. I'm not saying we're going to win trophies. I'm not saying that, although I do think we're going to win the trophy. I've got to be honest with you. But... I think it's closer. So to coming back to your question about the finances and so on and so forth, we've improved our defence this year in terms of the league and we've improved our points uh, per game and we've improved our points total at this point of the season. So the, so the transfers that we did, 
would you then say that that's a direct correlation that actually the, the mm. business that we did in the summer has improved us stats so bear it improved out the squad you can't you can't say that it hasn't we got to a cup final as well so that's kind of one in the po- pocket as joe state says so i would suggest that yes the signings have improved us yes it's been very frustrating when you look at the premier league since 1992 93 just just quick stab all quick round robin what do you think our average position is that we we finished in the Premier League? Our average position since the league started, where do you think it is? Just quickly off I'm, the top of your head. I'm going eighth. Okay, so sixth six foot. What, what are you saying, Costa? <laughs> no, he's working. He's looking. Are you cheating? He's, he, he's looking it up. He's, he's, he's running cheating. the stats, isn't he? He's and our average position in the league since 1992, where would you say we are? Jamie went six. I went eighth overall since 92, 93. Where do you think we average? I went in seventh. Sixth, yeah. seventh and eighth. Okay, amazing. Yeah, so you lot, you lot think we're kind of mid-table on the cusp. We're fifth. And click clear in fifth position as well. We are, we are a fifth-place team. Regardless of what you think about Martin Yarl, Juan de Ramos... Uh, you know, AVB, whoever whoever comes in under a nink, right? And under my previous uh, my previous boss as well, Lord Sugar, we're fifth of, uh, in in the league. So so just summing all of that up, when when we're sitting there and we're going, we should have, we should be, we are there. Well, should we? They're not being funny, should we? Because we have progressed since last season. I'm not saying last season was an amazing season, but we have progressed. We have just told you the stats. And actually, as a, as a football club in the Premier League, do we have ambition to get to the next level, to get to the top four? Mm. People will be shouting at this right now going, well, no, Lee, we haven't progressed. We've regressed because Poch got us into the top three, three times on the trot. One of them was a second place finish. We also finished in the top four, four times out of five with Poch. Absolutely, we did. But... Have we improved? Jose's been in the seat. What would you would you call me out on earlier, Jamie? 18 months he's been in the seat. 18 yeah. months he's been in the seat. Has he improved games, us from think, last year? Mm. Has he improved us from last year so far? Yes, he has. Yes, he has. You can't you can't deny it. Yeah. So I, I think look, what's what's the point of my kind of my rant is that I think that if the club has the ambition to 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 really go on and get some stuff done, they have to spend more money in the transfer market. There's no doubt about that. And and you have to do it with the guy that's already started to make that, that rebuild and that improvement. It should have been Poch, in my opinion, but that ship sailed a long time mm. ago. They've chosen Jose. Daniel Levy has put all of his eggs behind the Jose uh, train. He is not going to sack Jose Mourinho lightly. And, and, I, and I throw this back out to you, you boys and all the listeners as well. In what? In a month's time, we play a cup final against one of the best teams in Europe. Honestly, who would you, out of all the managers in the world, I bet Jose is one of them that you would have in charge of our football club to win that football match. You're going to sack Jose now and go and get an interim manager to take charge of that game where this fella has won cup final after cup final after cup final after cup final. I'm going again, cup final after cup final. (laughs) No, it's true. I think if you didn't ask ask a Spurs fan that question, I reckon you'd probably be right. And a lot of people would put Jose Mourinho in or thereabouts as their choice, wouldn't they? It is, it is true. 
Well, even just for that final is what I mean. Is, yeah. is you know is what I mean. I think that he's backed him so much in terms of maybe not so much as as much as he, he could have or would have or should have, if you like, in transfer market. I think Jamie and Jason and, and Crackers, you made a good point in the week about, you know, uh, Scrinoir not coming. And Jose wanted a central defender. We didn't get Scrinoir, we got Joe. Um, and, you know, Joe's one for the future. But 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 Jose wants now, absolute now, give me, give me these pe- people in. But when you look at the stats, this is why I think Jose's... The narrative with Jose Mourinho, whether or not you like, look, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a, a massive fan of the football we play with with Jose. I think he's been at times appalling. Would you call it the other day turgid? Absolutely. Mm. But you know, sometimes statistics were how many passes, how many shots on goal. Sometimes they're a bit, you know, you can't, they don't really mean anything. But actually, the the defensive work as a unit, as a team over a league season has improved or, you know, two, three quarters of a season. It's improved. You can't, you can't say that it hasn't in terms of the amount of goals that we scored. 100 goals. How many other clubs have scored 100 goals in all competitions? Now, again, mm. slightly, uh, you know, um, stretched stat because we played more games than everyone else. So that's, that's fair enough. And we played lower, you know, lower opposition or whatever. But there has been improvements. If you take the goggles off, like I've got goggles on as well, and it's like horrendous and joke of a club. And I stand by that. It's a disgrace. But, but actually, when you put all of that together and you think about the bigger picture, is this the guy and the team and the effort? It, does it need this person to come in and shake up the mentality and the, just the softness of what we've been like? I, look, I, maybe I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What I would say is we're seven points ahead of where we were last year and, and we're only three points off a top four place. And we've got to have a go at it. N- next up, Newcastle away. Let's get three points. All I can say to that, Lee, for that impassioned speech, uh, that you know what I'm going to say, no wonder you won The Apprentice to start with. And secondly, God bless your Twitter mentions this week when certain elements of social media pick up on some of, the, some of that that you've given us because we know how they can react and <laughs> it will make for interesting reading. But just to finish off on that, I wonder how much of an influence on that average fifth place uh, Maurizio Pochettino had on that. If you take him out of the of the equation, I know you can't, but if you did, I think he probably accounts for a huge percentage of that. And if he was just to take Sherwood, AVB, Redknapp, and Jose, it would, I, I don't know. Uh, there'll be somebody out there that's probably going to put the number crunch and put that together. And But well, that would be interesting to see, they, wouldn't it? It would be. And, and, and somebody out there can do that. But what they can't do is take away the fact that we've played 1,105 Premier League games. Mm. And out of them 1,105 games we've played, we finished fifth. Fifth, yeah. No, it's a you can't take yeah. that away. That, that's no. where we are. So that should be a benchmark in the league. So any any time that we finish above that, that should be a, a marker to say, right, we, we go again, we go again. I mean, Chelsea won the league, I don't know how many times they won it now, what, four, three, four times? Um, you know, they've, uh, they're have they only third in that, in that, in that all-time table. I mean, Man City, not even in the top six. Wow. That's, that's crazy, isn't New it? New money. Yeah, new money, exactly. Uh, and coming to you before I come to uh, Jamie, and, uh, uh, well, I'm going to come to Jamie as well on this, the uh, the penalty that Kane won. And in a bizarre way, it reminded me of the penalty that Arsenal won against us because Kane sort of misses it 
but then like, by missing that the cross, he, he pulls the foul out of the player and wallop penalty. And it was it was a bizarre similarity in some ways to the Arsenal penalty, wasn't it? And uh, I don't I don't know. It, it is a pen and it isn't a pen, isn't it? Because the, the ball had gone and the foul happened. So he was never, ever going to get the ball across. So he kind of didn't stop a goal-scoring opportunity, but, hey, I'll take it all day long, won't you? Listen, as you said, you've seen it given, I've seen it not given. I'll take that all day long. I think we needed it to, to really cushion that lead because, again, as I said, we first started talking, one nil's not good enough for me at the moment. Um, and I don't think we're, we're good enough to hold on to a one nil lead, as we all know, because of this season. But, hey, I'll take that all day long. Penalty, penalty done. And it's nice also to see West Ham get a bit of Tottenham back today because they know <laughs> how, what, it, what it feels like for a 3-0 lead. I know it was them not down the road, but that was a great result for us today. Oh, massive. Massive result. Massive so result for we us. really capitalised on that, which is fantastic. And listen, 2-0, clean sheet, done. I, I don't think Lloris was tested that much today. Maybe I'm wrong. Matt no. Apple, what do you reckon, mate? No, once, yeah? It's, it's strange, isn't it? You're sort of sitting there still nervous about the fact that who's going to make a mistake when and how. So, hey. Yeah. But it's understandable to be nervous given what we've just gone through on Thursday no, night, isn't it? You know, is. and that, yeah, yeah. That, uh, nervous is our default, default position. There's Man City is a very similar club to us in that respect. Even now, old school Man City fans still go... Oh, I'm still expecting the bubble to burst. I'm still expecting something to go horrendously wrong here and uh, and it all to come tumbling down. But Jamie, go on, Lee, sorry. I was, go on. I was just about to say on that, I, it's, again, listen, referring back to the pod on, uh, that you guys done on Thursday as well, you mentioned about belief and do the fans have a, a part to play in the kind of the w- wider aspect? I mean, I'm not sure if it comes from social media, what I'm about to say, but... It, there was a vibe, there was a feeling, there was a, there was a, um, I don't know, a, a, an aura, if I can say that, around football clubs and around people and around, you know, and, and if, I know the fans aren't in, even in the stadium at the moment, right, For, so this is probably a load of rubbish I'm chatting, but, but if you don't believe, like if, if we always feel that we're never going to do it, we're never going to do it. Like that, like that is the reality. Like, you know, you, you are, um, without getting too like all, you know, philosophical and I've kind of sat and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, you, you, you mentioned about the apprentice, you mentioned, I can only talk about my own experiences, right? If I went into work every day, right, I run a couple of businesses, right? One of them is a tech business. I started up in September. And if I go into work every day and talk to my staff and think, do you know what? I'm not going to do this. Oh, do you know what? I don't think we can do it. Do you know what? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm worried. I'm worried about this. Mm. The only thing that's going to happen is that we won't do it. Like, it's, it's absolutely factual. But if I go in there and I'm totally unrealistic as well, so Mr. Optimistic becomes totally unrealistic, like, yeah, we're going to smash it, whatever, we're also not going to do that either. So you have to have a happy balance. But the point that I made before about having a goal, having somewhere, something, an objective to hang on to, have something to look forward to, having something to, 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 to go after, to plan, to have something in front of you to say, this is what we're doing over the next three years, four years, five years. This is where we're going. This is what we're aiming to do. And if we don't do it, then 
but at least we've tried. But it's, there's no shame in aiming for mm. something and talking about that and saying, yeah, we do want the top four or we do want to win the league and we're going to win the league in five years and this is how we're going to do it. And there's not, that's what I want to hear and see from the club. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, Crackers? And I just yeah. think it's like... Start creating we, a little bit of a DNA, a little bit of an identity, exactly. something to and hang your you, hat on exactly. who you, you are. you haven't got that as fans... That's why we start going, well, well, where are we going? What are we doing? I don't think we're going to do anything. I'm, I don't believe that we're going to do something. It's very difficult to believe in something if if that something isn't there. You know, the, the biggest thing there is is probably religion, to be fair, without taking it completely weird. But, you know, it, you, know you have to believe in where yeah. we're going to go and what we're going to yeah. do. I don't think the football club has that identity right now. I don't think it's got where we're going. Like Three, four years ago, we had... The stadium was amazing. I remember being there, the last ever game of White Lane. I'm sure we was all there. It was amazing that moment mm. of pride and just and just filling up with with tears of of sadness, but also for joy. And then the the rainbow coming. And you know, it was my best mate's uh, birthday, 40th birthday that day, and everything. It was just a mental day. Mm. And you think about that day. Think about that energy. Think about everything we had on in, in us that day. And now think about how we fought last week. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't be more <laughs> different, could it? But but that was our journey. We were we were moving on to new pastures. We were building our new stadium. And it was an adventure to go to Wembley for a season. But, you know, all them things. And I'm talking rubbish. I'm sorry for the airtime. But this is fundamentally important to making sure that we succeed as a club and this you know like this battle that people have and people calling each other out we're all Tottenham fans and mm. what's the problem if you don't like it don't follow me or whatever but we should be together not not having a go at each other everyone's got their own opinion but that should be good but I just feel that there's a there's it's fragmented and that's what's feeling in the dressing room that's what Hugo was referring to it's been like it for it's been like it since the since the Champions League final, isn't it? If we're yeah. honest with each yeah. other, it's, this is two years old, man. Yeah, two yeah, years. A, it's a hangover we can't shake off, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost it's almost the same as somebody that stupidly drinks two huge cans of German IPA <laughs> on a Saturday evening, <laughs> but nearly eight percent alcohol. Wondering totally. who's done that. <laughs> the, crackers. The, the thing is, though, the thing is with that is that I think that's the problem. The problem is that. Liverpool lose the Champions League final to a bad overhead kick, and we like to beat that stick with him because he's a bow and he's a Tottenham, whatever. But then the, the following year, they win it. They go mm. back and go, right, I'm having that. Mm. But what we did is we went, we're never going to get there again. That was our only chance because we don't believe that we will ever get there again. That's the point. Are you? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, am I talking? Up, no, up I'm absolutely you? with you. I'm absolutely the, with it's you. It's inherent in the clubs. When Ant talks about, you know, we're a jinx club, we're a jinx club. It's because it's inherently embedded in our football club that something's going to go wrong, that something's not going to go right, or we can't do it. That, that's why, you know, maybe the Carabao Cup is important to get that first one in the, yeah. Yeah. into the into yeah. the um, trophy cabinet, or whatever. But. But if we win the Carabao Cup, how different is it this season to what it was when Juande Ramos won it for us 13 years ago? Like, yeah. what, what difference it's, is it? It's what sad, happened isn't in it? them 13 it, years? Nothing. It, feel, it feels like it's not going to salvage the season, doesn't it? It's C kind it's, of thing. Oh, Do you know man. what I mean? That, that belief thing is so important. I just, feel, I just wish everybody would just be get together and just and just drive for the next 10 games 
because the next 10 games, we could win a trophy and get top four. That's what we could do. So why can't we just all get together and do it? Vote McQueen. Everybody vote McQueen. <laughs> I'd also say in that final as well, I just remember there was it was two very different attitudes from both supporters. I think Spurs fans, you know, it was a massive occasion for us. It was like a really nice day. We all went to enjoy the day. Uh, and the guys that went to Madrid... Liverpool fans, they went there. They went there to win it, and that was absolutely the number one thing. And it just totally. there was that energy from the supporters. It was two very different energies, and I think that that definitely had some sort of influence on the game. Spurs went there for the day out, um, and of course, you know, it was our first. It was our first ever Champions League final. It was a massive occasion for us. Liverpool, they had one objective. It wasn't to go and enjoy the day. It was to go and win the European Cup. Mm. And um, I think Lee's right. There was two very different attitudes, and and, and that starts with the fans as well. That's the wow. Well, that's I the don't know how we go about changing that as a whole fan base. Oh, so that, yeah. That's the thing. It's, you know, I think it, I think it has to be led from the club. And I think, you know, mm. I think we started to get that bit of a bonding and a togetherness yeah. under a previous manager. And I think that's one of the criticisms I have of Jose, that he just doesn't give yeah. us an, an identity and a DNA at present for us to sort of hang yeah. hang our hat on, does he, Jamie? You it's, know? It's, it's, yeah, I think it's exactly what Lee said. It's kind of the club showing that direction. I think one thing that the club need to go and do is kind of now show that ambition like Liverpool did in going and identifying key targets that the manager wanted and going and signing them and, and really showing that sort of ambition. Um, I think it was brilliant that we went, went and got, we showed that ambition to get a player like Gareth Bale, but now we know, you know, there are, we need to go and back whoever is the manager and, and that kind mm. of, I think you're right. That's it. Does come from the club, whether that be from the board, whether that be from the manager. As you said, it came from the manager under Mauricio Pochettino. But now I think it has to come from the board. There is obviously mm. bits missing to this squad. It needs refreshing, and um, I think that's where you're going to get that belief from if the board the show that ambition of where they want to go. Um, and and that, I think that comes from the transfer window. The thing is, Jay. The thing is, Jay. I agree. And I, you know, I, I think it's bigger than Jose or bigger than. Pro- Maurizio Potticino. I think that Maurizio Potticino kind of sh- showed the way to go. But I think this needs to come from, from Daniel Levy in the board. Like, you know, I, I respect Daniel Levy for everything he's done off the pitch, but one trophy in 20 years, there needs to be an improvement. And, yeah. you know, for, for me, the thing that sticks in my mind about this whole kind of belief piece and where we're going and the plan the project, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to, you know, beat a stick with me out if you want on, on, on social media because you think I'm, a, you know, talking rubbish. But I know I'm right because this is absolutely critical to build an unbelievable team. And, it, you know, it's having that, that, that everybody on the same page, that kind of that why. Why are we here? What are we doing? Let's do it collectively. We're all bought in. If you're not in, get out. It's one of them it's key things. I only want people coming in the right direction. And and I think that has to come from, from Daniel Levy and the board. And the thing that sticks in my mind is in the documentary, there was a time in the documentary when, I don't know, it was the end of season thing or I can't remember what it was, or, or Jose had just been appointed. And um, somebody asked Daniel Levy on stage a question, what would you like Jose to deliver? And he went, top four and a trophy. And people kind of, do you remember this? It was in the documentary, mm. whatever, and people started laughing. Whatever. It's like, you should already know what you want. Everybody should know what the deliverables are and they should be almost made for, for the Tottenham fans to actually get their teeth into it. It shouldn't be kind of made up, oh, oh do we want to do this? 
It was almost like Daniel bought into that gallows humour that we fans have, wasn't it? You know, exactly. And it's kind of like, no, this is what we're doing. This is our plan. This is why we're getting Jose in. This is what we're going to do. It's going to take three years to do it. Bang, bang, bang. This is what we're executing. We know that we've got to do a rebuild. We're going to we're going to sign five or six players in this window. We're going to do, and you can plan for that to happen. Things might change. I get it, but you can put a plan in a framework to say this is what we're going. No one would get in their car and go to Scotland for the first time in their life and not either put it in their sat nav or read a map. You just wouldn't go there, would you? Oh, Ant lives in Scotland. Okay, I'll be there in like eight hours, Ant. How am I going to get there? What am I going to do? <laughs> are you saying we're signing Stephen Gerrard as our next manager? Is that are you covertly <laughs> I'm not saying? saying that. No, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I, I just I'm just making the point that look, it's easy for me to judge because I have no idea what goes on inside the club, and I'm sure the club have got all these brilliant plans and they're everywhere, and they've got you know they they know what they're mm. doing. Of course they do, but why don't they share that with us? Yeah, why don't they let us have that some out. of that? And that's yeah, exactly why. Yeah. Yes. Exactly why in the week when I said, really, the chairman needs to come out or the board needs to come out, make a little bit of a statement because both Jose and the team captain had sort of come out with some very, very blunt, unusually blunt um, statements, you know. Clock got given time, didn't he? Three years. Do you know what I'm saying? It built and built and built, lost the Champions League final, as Lee said, went back and won it against us. Blah, blah. It's like... You know, that they're always going to be in and amongst the, you know, one of the greatest British clubs. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. why yeah. can't we emulate that a little bit? I'm not saying we're going to win as many cups as them as, as, as in their history. Absolutely not. But just show intent. Just yes. show what, yeah. like, okay, so who's going to leave this year? Just have it out. I don't, I don't, I want to see him, you know, in writing. I mean, I want to see it as a fan. I want to see what, what their next step is and not, Oh, we lose a couple of games, right? Let's sack the manager, and then what? The manager comes in, a new one comes in, John Smith. He's still got to play the same players, he's still got to play that, and he's still got to play. Then we're in a cycle, 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 cycle. So boom and bust. It's a, it's a, it's a blame of everyone. You yeah. know, this week has been a tough week, man, as, as a fan for all of us. And it's and everyone's to blame. Everyone's to blame. So they haven't got it in them. They haven't got it in them, some of the squad. And mm. it's it's not good enough. The squad is not good enough. I think if you're just comparing the two, I mean, look, Klopp was obviously a long-term appointment. Um, it was a long-term thing. They knew they were going to build for the future. We know with Jose Mourinho, it's going to, as we've always said, it's always kind of like this short-term appointment. And, and this is where missing out on players like Skriniar really cost us. We needed to go and deliver him players that can deliver now. We wanted the manager to deliver now, so we need to bring. We needed to bring him players that were going to deliver now. And I yeah. think that's something that we've got to really do in the summer. I think we yeah. need to bring in players that can deliver here and now, not players that are going to hopefully kind yeah. of deliver in, in, in uh, two or three years' time. That's what we need now under Jose, and that, that kind of needs to be the plan. It's a different, it was kind of different under under Liverpool. They knew in a couple of years' time that their aim was to win the European Cup under Klopp, win the league under Klopp. With Spurs, I think, you know, we the plans to, plan to win trophies right now and, um, you know, Joe. signing players that we're going to win, you know, that we're hoping will come good eventually. But that, that's something that we need to definitely address in the summer and, and that's why it was big missing out on players like Skriniar. Um we need players who can deliver now but Jay would, I mean we, we all talk about Skriniar which is okay fine you know it was linked to him as you said Jay we was heavily linked with him they went over there blah 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 would he have been a difference though because for me 
I've said this many times and, and crackers will back me up. I've, said, I've, I've been doing a lot of clubhouse this week about Spurs. Mm. Everyone's in the agreement of, I personally, my own opinion, again, I want premiership proven players to come into this squad, right? They don't have to be worldies. They don't have to be the best in the world. Yeah. But I want someone that knows the Premier League. I can't be having, as a fan, someone coming in from a different, uh, different league yeah. and it takes them, as we all know, Nine months to get used to it. They don't know the Christmas, you know, the Christmas period's tough, as we all know. Mm. And, and and then we're in another cycle again of, oh, we've got to give them a chance. Oh, we've got to give them a chance. And we're on here going, yeah. no, they deserve another chance, but they've played 50 games. Yeah, but he deserves another 10. And you're like, I've had enough of that. I just want someone to come in and hit the ground running straight away. Do you, yeah. see, do you see what I'm saying? I, I think, yeah, I think with Skriniar, it was just that I, it was Mourinho's target. I mean, he, he looked at him at Manchester United. So I think that was obviously the reason. I, I totally agree. I think that, that that's what I want to go for. I think, Lee, you mentioned it last summer. That's what you wanted to see. Uh, I think you mentioned like to Pereira, Ings as kind of targets. And, and, and we did maybe sign a couple. We signed obviously. Vestigard, I've mentioned loads this season. Yeah, so, make it happen. Exactly. Then so, left sided centre back. Exactly. So, Premier League proven. I think that's a good point, obviously. But the point there is, you know, you need to go and sign players that Jose Mourinho has identified. And clearly, Skriniar uh, was one that he identified, he looked at for a long time. So, I think that's yeah. the suggestion there. But I just think, you know, looking at, oh, we've got to get the best, best ever centre back that cost 80 million. But that don't do nothing for me because it ain't going to change anything because we're Johnny still Evans. Yeah, I've got laughed at. Who, who would have taken Johnny Evans? No one. Everyone. Mm. I'm telling you, on people listening you. now, they'd be like, Johnny Evans, you having a laugh? Uh, he's been outstanding for Leicester. Absolutely yeah. outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Somru, yeah. If it's Somru next to him, right? It costs like what? A couple of million? No he one ever. He comes from... Absolutely fantastic, them two. I, wa- I watched that game today, uh, Leicester City versus uh, Manchester United. Phenomenal. They were brilliant. I thought they were very, very good. Um, you know, they're excellent the way they are, the way they're playing, you know, what they're doing. They're, they're right up there as well in, in terms of third, nearly second in the league. He's a leader, um, Lee. He's a leader. He's a leader. That's, that's support. Playing playing got, together right. as a team, as a unit. Yeah. Right, you know? hey, he's well a team man. Players. No, he's yeah. a, 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 just a good team man, solid ethic. He's just, yeah. just, I think it's exactly what we need right now. So, listen, we're going to take another break. We've got no preview because uh, we're a couple of weeks away, but uh, we're going to hear from Anna to give us a catch up and a round up from the Spurs ladies. So don't go anywhere and we'll be back to uh, discuss all things Newcastle in two weeks time. Don't go anywhere. Some of the finest luxury yachts in the world are designed and built in Plymouth right here at Princess Yachts. And the exciting news is we're growing, which means we're looking for exceptional people like you. We offer competitive pay, world-class training, flexible shifts and benefits, plus a relocation package if you're planning to move to the southwest. Experienced, skilled carpenters, get on board with us and help us continue to create bespoke luxury products you can be proud of. For carpenter roles and more, search Princess Yachts Recruitment. Princess Yachts, real opportunities, real careers and exciting futures. Has Curry's BC World got epic deals on this Easter? Do bunnies like to bounce? Hunt down fantastic Easter surprises, like saving £100 on the HP Chromebook 14A, now only 229 It has a full HD screen with next to no frame around it and bang an Olufsen sound. 
Plus, there's a whole host of apps available on the Google Play Store, like Netflix, YouTube, Prime Video and Microsoft Word. You'd be hopping mad to miss it. And our other epic Easter treats at Curry's PC World. Hey, it's your done. Cheers, mate. Uh, needless to say, that was a, a massive win. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we obviously, we know we've dropped below our standards the last couple of games in, in all aspects, really. Um, and it was important for us to, to bounce back, uh, not just for us, but for the, for the club, for the fans, for everyone watching. And uh, it was an important game. We didn't want to go into that international break. We obviously three losses or three uh, games where we dropped points. So uh, a massive win tonight. We was together from the first minute, uh, dug deep, defended when we had to, uh, and obviously uh, put away our chances when we had them. All-round performance, wasn't it, Harry, really? I mean, this is a tough place to come, but, I mean, we were good in all departments, weren't we? Yeah, Villa have been great this year. You know, they're, they're right up there in the league. And uh, any game away from home in the Premier League is tough. Um, and we've come here and, and done the job. And, and like I say, uh, proud of the boys, the way we responded. Uh, we know uh, there's a long way to go from now to the end of the season, so we're not getting carried away. But like we just touched on, it was important that we all stuck together, players on the pitch, uh, everyone on the bench, everyone involved in the squad. Uh, we need that going forward if, if we want to have any uh, type of success uh, from now until the season. I can imagine there's a lot of soul searching this week, especially in the last couple of days. So just just give us an indication of what was sort of said in the dressing room before you came out today. Yeah, no, we know we dropped below our standards, and and the, and the worst part of that is probably our attitude in, in terms of uh, how we how we uh, was on the pitch. You know, you can lose football matches, you can uh, have games where the, the opposition are better, but. That wasn't really the case. We uh, we didn't have any fight. We didn't have any passion. Um, and like I say, that, that's embarrassing from from our point of view as players. We're the ones on the pitch. We got to control that. So um, it was a shame because we was on a good run before that. Uh, but obviously, uh, I thought we we turned up tonight and have done a really good job and, and bounced back in the right way. Yeah, you would say this is the real us tonight, really, isn't it? Yeah, and, and that's what we're going to need. It's not just one game. It can't be like a switch on and off. It needs to be every game we play in. Uh, I think we've got nine more in the prem now. Uh, we obviously got a cup final to play, so uh, we just got to focus every game. And if we have this attitude, I'm sure we'll be all right. Josie, well done. Um, I mean, I don't need to tell you it's been a tough week, but this was a, a great reaction today. Yeah, it was a great reaction by one side. We have to be very happy with that. Uh, by another side, I think we should be sad with that, uh, because when you are able to have uh, this heart, this attitude, um, this hungry, um, I think. Um, is to be sad, uh, because then you question yourself why tonight and not uh, two days ago. So I think the next challenge is, uh, is to have these things that should be uh, innegotiable, to have these uh, ingredients as, as man, as, as, as football people. Um, we shouldn't have it as a reaction of uh, a very shameful uh, performance and result. We should have it always. Um, and I believe that everybody shares these feelings with, uh, with me. We are in sport. We know that we are going to lose matches. We are always going to lose matches. We are going always to have bad performances. But we cannot never have um, a bad team spirit, a bad commitment, a bad attitude. So the challenge is to have it always, always. And I think that's the challenge for that dressing room, is to, to, be, to be always like, like this. It's always, always tough here, but that was pretty much a complete away performance tonight, wasn't it? Clean sheet. You know, uh, in the first half, uh, speaking with the, with the analysts at half, at half time was, was clear. Uh, zero shots on target, we conceded. Uh, the game was totally in, in control. And um, 
the game was totally in control because Harry Kane and Vinicius, they were probably our two best defenders. Uh, the team was always high, uh, pressing high, the team was compact and not playing amazingly well. We, we were always in control even when the, the opponent had the, had the ball. The second half was in the goal far from me. Uh, not yet talk with, with analysts, but the feeling was, OK, they had a reaction, OK, they have a couple of crosses, they, they play more direct, they had a, a couple of shots that were blocked, Hugo had one simple save and, and one cross, but the feeling was that uh, the game was always under control, the team was always a team, the effort was always there, uh, Lucas, Vinicius, Harry, they never stopped pressing higher, the guys in midfield working hard, people with cramps uh, going until the uh, the last seconds. And I think this is, again, I repeat, things that shouldn't be negotiable. This should be always. Again, I repeat, you can lose, but you cannot lose like we did the last couple of matches. The title of this little confusion is Fancy Dress. This party guest has spent a month crafting her pirate costume. She's even perfected her. Arr! But did the invite say wear fancy dress or wear a fancy dress? Ah, She's confused. There's nothing to misunderstand when you choose a free Confused.com reward with Car or Home Insurance. Get a freebie from Domino's, Halfords, HelloFresh or IMO Car Wash. I'm not confused. I'm Confused.com. Available on single annual policies. HelloFresh 18 plus subscription service. Geographical exclusions apply. for T's and C's online. Has Curry's BC World got epic deals on this Easter? Do bunnies like to bounce? Hunt down fantastic Easter surprises, like saving £100 on the HP Chromebook 14A, now only 229 It has a full HD screen with next to no frame around it, and Bang & Olufsen sound. Plus, there's a whole host of apps available on the Google Play Store, like Netflix, YouTube, Prime Video and Microsoft Word. You'd be hopping mad to miss it. And our other epic Easter treats at Curry's PC World. Hello everyone, I'm Anna from Spurs XY and welcome back to the Spurs Woman segment here on The Last Word on Spurs. Now, I really, really don't know when I'm going to be able to bring any decent match report. Um, I can give you some good news, which was that we were awarded three points for the game that never took place against Birmingham City because the FA looked into it, why Birmingham City couldn't fulfil the fixture, blah, blah, blah. We got three points. So that's good. But that's about it. Um, We were playing against Bristol today uh, at home at the Hive. And Bristol are bottom of the WSL. Uh, So, realistically, we should have been going into this game being like, yeah, we're going to win this, right? We need to bounce back. We need to start somewhere because the next few games aren't looking good. The next few games are the North London derby, Chelsea and Manchester United. So, mm, not really looking good. So, this would have been a really, really good opportunity to get three points. But no, we drew one all. It was a classic game of two halves. The first half was great for us. We did so well. Within the first five minutes, we won a free kick outside the box, which Siri Worm uh, curled into the back of the net. She did so well. It was such a fantastic free kick. If you've got the opportunity to, it's on Twitter. Um, just find it. Worm did, Worm did so well there. Like, honestly, it was such a good goal. And then the rest of that half, we were comfortable. I mean, Bristol did have a few moves towards our goal. They never really put anything together too threatening. Um, but we did look confident. We had great shots and great chances. A few of them could have even made it 2-0. And overall, we could have been 4-0 up at half time, And we really should have been. 
Um, the problem was that with all these chances missed, we started to think, it's like, is it going to come and bite us in the backside or not? And it did. Around the 51st minute, the Bristol equaliser came. We basically didn't even start playing in the second half. We never came up. We never turned up. Um, they they equalised and that was pretty much it. And they looked better in the second half. We did, you know, kind of put some chances together. We made a ton of subs. Like, we did a double sub early on after that. We took off Dean Addison for Williams and Davison, which was, I was like, or Davison. I was a bit shocked there. I don't know why we took off two strikers. Um, or two forwards at least for one forward and a midfielder. That being said, oh my goodness, Gemma had such an incredible shot that was pushed away uh, by the keeper, which was uh, so frustrating. Um, it was a very open half though because Bristol really looked up for it and um, made it less enjoyable for a Tottenham supporter, I'll tell you that much. Then we took off Kit Graham and Ayan for Lucy and Cho. I was really surprised about taking Kit off because what I was really happy with is the starting lineup that we started with Kit, we started with Rihanna Dean, Becky Spencer was back, I was like, yes, finally, this is good news. Um, But then Kit got off and, as I said, Dean was subbed off as well and I was just really, really surprised. So... Ultimately, we paid for not taking our chances and um, and it's just, I just really don't know where we're going. I, I made a, a little video review uh, for my channel, so if you want to watch that, it was pretty much um, a spur of the moment one, so you can watch that if you're interested on a little bit more in-depth analysis. But I just don't know where we're going with this because we've got so many great players, we've got a decent team, you know, we thought it would go well, we had to, we sacked our managers because the beginning of the season wasn't good, we brought in someone else, that started to look good, but then that went downhill and now we're looking as clueless as ever. Um, It's very dangerous because the WSL, we looked decent last season, uh, first season in in the the new campaign, um, new league and top, top league. And this season, we're just about looking to avoid relegation, which is very, very concerning for uh, the ambitions that this uh, team and this club has, you know, as a whole, as a whole of Tottenham Hotspur. I mean, you know, there was statement was made uh, with the way we're buying players and, and everything. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure this isn't the club's goal to be <laughs> getting avoiding relegation. Uh, I'm not saying that we're very, very close to it, but we're, we're closer to it than we are to the top um, or at least the top three or four. So it's not not good news, but, you know, hopefully onwards and upwards uh, at some point, if a change, right? Right? Mm. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the rest of the show and come on, you Spurs. And we're back. Thank you so much for that, Anna, for a good roundup and a good catch up of all things Tottenham ladies. Brilliant stuff. OK, so we're away on uh, a international break. Before I go to that, uh, I nearly forgot my contractual obligations to tell you that last word on Spurs is across, uh, of course, across all your social medias, on the Twitter, on the Facebook, sometimes Instagram and uh, Clubhouse as well. We've got a little bit of Clubhouse going as well on there. So uh, come and have a ch- uh, check that out. So, and of course, thank you everybody that gets in touch and uh, raises debates and questions for us to uh, to look at as well and the feedback which has been absolutely fantastic so yes thank you thank you one and all for your downloads and listens and interactions we do very much appreciate it lovely so 
two weeks time little couple of weeks off we hope that everybody goes away now on international duty and comes back in one piece um and then uh yeah we go to newcastle talking to drive into uh to scotland lee uh, let's see if we can get a uh, sat nav and a roadmap to take us up to Newcastle and another another three points. So uh, difficult place to go. That's Jason going mad, isn't it? When he listens to it, <laughs> let's get him going mental. Yeah, it's a difficult <laughs> place to go. To be fair, I mean, look, we've got a decent record up at St James's Park. Um, other than uh, the, the 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 day that we lost, even Sissoko scored, and then we bought him for thirty million the following season. Uh, I think that was a bit horrific. But look, I mean, when when you look at that, go back to 14 games left. We have 42 points. So go back to that point you made, Crackers. Um, and, and I think we said uh, to each other, um, uh, uh, you know, on the WhatsApp group, and maybe even on the show, how many points do you think you can get out of 42? Mm-hmm. Well, well, we've played, um, we've got 12 points out of that 42, right, so far. So we beat Burnley's three, Fulham three, Palace three. Um, and then we lost to Arsenal. But then we've just beaten Villa three points so 12 out of a possible 15 if you continue that over the, if you continue that type of form that's what I was trying to say I know the North London derby was horrific but actually, there's an emotional attachment with that though exactly. that amplifies you, you uh, yeah, your, your you put, response to it doesn't it exactly if you put that as a Leicester City away for example you kind of yeah it's annoying but actually whatever um, so I think there's a, there's a there's a big opportunity I mean look we, we've got no European football now, as we're all heartbroken in, in the week. Um, we've only got 10 games left now because we've just played one tonight. Next game's Villa. We've just got to go there and win. Like, that's it. That is it. We've just got to go there, put a front foot, get on a front foot, we'll beat them. They're, they're shocking. They haven't won a football match in the league since, like, February the 6th or something ridiculous. They're, 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 they're a woeful team and they're going down. Um, and the only reason why they won't go down is because Fulham keep playing the way they're playing and letting in silly goals, like mm. in the 93rd minute, 94th minute or whatever. Um, and that's the only reason why Fulham won't get out of it and, and Newcastle will stay up. But they are they are pretty bad. So we've got to go there, put a front foot, get on the front foot, get in their face, win the game. Simple as that. Score first. We will not lose that football match. No, until Joel Linton scores two, that I said earlier. <laughs> but to, to touch back on what we were discussing before the break, um, yeah, I've, this has to be the line in the sand, doesn't it, Jamie, where we don't go, oh, Newcastle are shocking, they don't win, Dr Tottenham will see you now. Yeah. It, it's time for us to go, no, we are going to go there. Yeah. They, they are more than beatable. And no, you're not going to see Dr. Tottenham now. You're going to see Tottenham Hotspur. And thank you very much. We're going to go and grab another three points. <laughs> yeah, no, I hope so. And again, yeah, I, think that's, I, think, I think that's a great point. I think it does stem, It does also stem from the fans having that sort of confidence and belief. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a winnable game. I mean, Newcastle have been in shocking form recently. So um, it's definitely a place where we've got to go and get three points. Um, it's nice that like the likes of the Celso, Hyung Min Son, uh, all will stand behind for in this international duty. Uh, a couple of the key players will be staying behind, so that, that's nice, and they'll get that kind of chance to reset. Jose Mourinho will get his chance to work with the players, um, and, and, and yeah, I think that'd be a, it's, a, it's kind of a nice little break for us. Yes, of course, there are the likes of Kane um, and, and others will be going away on international duty, but. Hopefully we can use this time to, to kind of really get together and, and, and we've got 10 games left. And as I said, there's a real chance to finish something in the Premier League and of course the cup final. So um, hopefully we can use this break to kind of refresh, reset and then uh, ahead of a really, really important run of games. So 
I think this is a it's, a it's a really crucial fixture, but one where we should be getting the three points for sure. Excellent stuff. And one of the big heartbreaks of Newcastle away is no fans because uh, that 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 really is a great away trip for the yeah. Spurs fan, yeah. you know, for yeah. any fan going now. Yeah. But not that 21 set of stairs going up to the bottom of the away end. That's uh, that, that that's something that's something to behold, isn't it? But um, yeah. we we can go there and win that, can't we? Absolutely. Listen, yeah. Come on, even you, Anthony Costa. Listen, I I never said that we won't win. I never said we won't win. I just said Joe Linton will score because he hasn't scored all season. And Andy Carroll. So who's going to be our three goal scorers in? I just think we might beat him three two. Okay, that's that's my prediction. (laughs) Um, I think uh, who who do you think will score? I don't know. Depends who's playing. I just hope. Listen, I know Gareth Southgate don't listen to this show, but I just hope that Gareth manages Kane as well as he can because we don't want him to play every minute of every game. I know he probably wants to, being England captain and everything, but there is good players in that squad to come in and do a job. So hopefully Kane will be all right and once he, you know, once Newcastle game happens and he's up and running and fit. But yeah, listen, it's it's a it is I hate that well I love that ground, but it's it's so I've been there when we lost 5-1 as you know the last game of the season when Newcastle were relegated and you, you know we come second third in the two hawks race and all that and we got laughed at and St Toto rooms day and everything it was just heartbreaking that day so listen we can can we go and beat them absolutely are we going to do it of course but Joe Linton will score <laughs> You heard it here first. You heard, you heard it, it here first. first. Can you can you imagine, chaps, our WhatsApp group if he does pop up back stick and knocks knocks one in? Oh my days! I'm switching my phone off. I really am. So, listen, uh, great show once again. A good catch up. Uh, brilliant. This back on track slightly you know it's it's hopefully back on track now it was just what we needed after a horrific week and uh, you can only beat what's in front of you blah 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 villa park difficult place to go blah 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 etc but we went there and done it with a vanilla performance but hey it's three points isn't it so uh jamie as ever Thank you very much. Tricky old week. There's been yeah. a lot of emotions on these shows, isn't it? Up and yeah. down. But we got through it. Yeah, for sure. No, it was, it was very nice to be finally be talking about win. But yeah, again, a, a massive three points today. Hopefully we can uh, now salvage something in the Premier League. And um, we've got a, a nice couple of 10, I think, was it 10 remaining games to go or, or whatever. And now, of course, a cup final. So hopefully there's something to still look forward to this season, I suppose. And coming to you, Lee, thank you so much. And that blue book this evening, wow, you took that like Captain America's shield, didn't you? And just blew everybody out the water with it. That's what happens when, when, when you lot give me a day off or you give me a pod off and then all of a sudden <laughs> I have to come back with some like passionate rants. No, look, thanks for having me back on. Loved it. Um, loved being back here. Tough, tough week. Great uh, three points. Job done, as Jamie likes to say. And, um, yeah, we, we move on. We've got uh, a couple of weeks now to regroup, haven't we? Or 10 days or whatever. It was international break. And then uh, we'll go again against Newcastle. Come on, you Spurs. Excellent stuff. And finally, Mr. Anthony Costa, thank you as ever. And, uh, yeah, we count down to, uh, to, to Joe Linton scoring. And, 
<laughs> I, I am going to have 10 English pounds on that for you. I'll, I'll show, I'll send you a little, little copy of my betting slip for it. <laughs> Bet responsibly kids don't get involved but it's stupid it, it. from an old man. <laughs> thank no, you. Listen, uh, thank you. Know, you. It's what this club does to you. Do you know what I mean? You always think to yourself, oh, who hasn't scored all season? They're all bound to pop up against us. So, yeah, I mean, it's been great to come on this show. This week's been terrible. I've done so many pods. I've done so many, you know, interviews like this with you boys. And and just it's just been horrible. It's been a horrible week. But we won today and it's nice to round off, uh, you know, the week weekend with a win because... You know, that, that week's gone now, so let's move on. International break now. And, yeah, Newcastle, bring it on. Let's go. Excellent stuff. And like I always say, we do love our Spurs. We do love our football. But more importantly than that, yes, more importantly than that, I want you all to stay safe and well and, you know, make sure your friends and family are all good. That's the important things in life. A bit of food on the table and then worry about football. So go away for two weeks. Enjoy the international break. Look after you and yours. And uh, as ever, as always, come on you Spurs. Has Curry's BC World got epic deals on this Easter? Do bunnies like to bounce? Hunt down fantastic Easter surprises, like saving £100 on the HP Chromebook 14A, now only 229 It has a full HD screen with next to no frame around it, and bang and Olufsen sound. Plus, there's a whole host of apps available on the Google Play Store, like Netflix, YouTube, Prime Video, and Microsoft Word. You'd be hopping mad to miss it, and our other epic Easter treats at Curry's PC World. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.